Yes, it's Monday, and we all know what that means by now, don't we? Yes, we do indeed. It's time to talk about ghosties with me, Kev. Hi. Um, there is a bit of a change today because Becca's red corner doesn't feature Becca because she's in the Middle East. Instead, I get the keys to the magical basement corner where she lurks, and I go in and I fuck about a bit. Well, I basically tell you a story from Reddit, which is how the show works. Anyway, I hope you're all doing fantastically well, as is the podcaster's mantra. None of them mean it, but I truly do. I joke. I'm sure they all do too. Anyway, first and foremost, we need to say a big thank you to our patrons. Now, I have no guitar. That doesn't mean I'm going to do an acapella thing or something like where I'm... Yo! Or something like that, because obviously, as you can just tell, I don't know how to do that. Um, but we do have Patreons that have signed up. Signed up? We have Paddy, we have Gretchen, and I'm pretty sure I do have the list. We have Sherry too, yes, but we what we don't have is a guitar. So I'm not going to be able to sing any names, um, but I will next week. Next week I shall. And no, this isn't a ploy because last week we only had Jim. This is no ploy to try and build up people's names. I'm not that clever, believe you me. But Sherry, Patty and Gretchen, don't you worry, you shall have your name sang out by the dulcet tones of my own sweet voice, if he says so himself, next week. Yes, you shall. Um, if you'd like to join Patreon, now is a great time to do it. You know why? I have no reason. There is, there's nothing to follow that up. I really wish there was, because it was such a good build-up. But basically what you get is this times a hundred and something per year. 104 times per year. So each week we release two extra episodes, a full additional hour of content per week. Yes. One is a ramble where I just ramble about anything on my mind. And the other is a paranormal Patreon where we try and keep it paranormal. It's normally me and Becca. And normally we do quite a good job if I do say so myself. But either way, you need to head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And when you do, with an, on a normal day, when I have a guitar, I will sing your name out as a thank you, just as Jim had last week. Jim, everyone, round of applause. <laughs> I don't know, it really tickled me last week when we just had Jim. Um, yeah, but we won't just have Jim next week, you know. We got Paddy, we got Gretchen, and we got Sherry, so it's all, it's all rocking. It's all rocking for next week, yeah. So, if you'd like to become one of our extra special dudes... Now, that's a title you want. Head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Now, we're going to have a paranormal review where I review something paranormal so you don't have to do it yourself. Do you see? Hmm? Do you see how that works? And this week, it's a movie review. And I recorded it on my handheld just after watching it. Yes, I did. And this is that review. Yes, it's that time in proceedings where I tell you about something paranormal so you don't have to review it for yourself. Sounded a bit Welsh, didn't mean to, but anyway. And I'm doing it on the handheld um, for several reasons, which I'm not going to bore you with. It's just calendar stuff. So basically, if I record this here on the couch, here and now on the couch, then I don't have to record it here and tomorrow in the studio, which would eat into some time, which I vastly need, because tomorrow I have a medical appointment, and then I have to go and pick someone up from a medical appointment, and you don't need to know the rest. Let's just say it's a very little boy will have a busy day. Anyway, what are we going to review this week? Well, this very afternoon... 
This I sounded like Trump then. This very afternoon, I can't do it. This very afternoon, this right here, nope. Anyway, this very afternoon, on this very couch, I sat and I watched The Nun 2. Yes, I did. And I thought it was all right, to be fair. I thought, within the first five minutes, I thought, no, not for me, this. It's it's not only jump the shark, it's took the shark, placed it in a helicopter, flew it over New York, give it a parachute, and push it out. But it ties together, if that makes sense. Now, I've not seen The Nun 1. So, you know, and I think there were elements within where it was like, I need, I needed to have watched The Nun 1 to get this, this, you know, piece of information. There were several points in that. So I would suggest to anyone before you check out The Nun 2, you check out The Nun 1. That might seem like common sense to a lot of people. Not to Kev. I've heard a lot of people talk good things about The Nun 2, so I thought to give it a go. Now, I have heard people say that it's better than Exorcist Believer. It's not, I don't think. In hindsight, having re-watched Exorcist Believer, I think it's uh, a slightly better film. Mind you, I might re-watch The Nun 2 and be like, it is actually good. It might be like some weird game of horror film tennis. Uh, it'll be a very slow game. But I would suggest you give it a watch because there are some really good points within it. There are really good, um, I don't want to say storylines because that's just too generic, but there are some really good theories and ideas around the whole idea of, especially evil within the Catholic Church. And I don't mean like pedophilia or anything like that. I mean like, you know, if we're going along the lines of textbook biblical evil, there is a, there's quite a lot of good theories in there. And there's also, I like it when things happen um, when, I don't want to spoil it, but Becca's not here to stop me, so I might have to. Damn. No, I like it when, let's say, let me say, for example, in another film which doesn't exist, um, I'm a paranormal investigator. And somebody calls me out and says, investigate this case. And then they put down a photo and I go, what's this? Because I'd be, that would be my accent. And if you can hear any rustling, the kitten's using a letter. Because she knows I'm recording. Um, so, and they go, I go, what's this? And they go, it's a photograph of Jeff just before the politics guys killed him. And I go, oh my God, I didn't know how serious this was. And then they throw down another photograph and I go, what's this? And they say, it's a photograph of Julie just before Jeff was reanimated and possessed and killed her. And I'd be like, oh my God, it's getting deeper. And as I'm about to walk away, they put down another photo. And I go, what's this? And they go, it's Jeff and Julie doing the moonwalk towards somebody else's house. Both reanimated, both armed to the teeth with rap twos. And I'd be like, you don't mean the 90s food thing where it cuts any food you wanted into any shape you wanted. And they'd be like, that's exactly what we mean, Kevin. Can you help? So um, it's got like a few of them scenes in, well, not with that content, because that'd be fucking ridiculous. But I mean, it's got a few of those things where you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, scare Factor, couldn't really tell because I watched it in the afternoon and the broad daylight. 
So it wasn't the ideal setting to watch it. If I watched it now, it's now, when, when I say it's night time, it's not. It's like quarter past six. Well, half six. But it's still dark in the UK, thanks to good old daylight saving time. And um, if I watched it now, I'd probably, there'd be a few bits that would make me jump. I'd run a bit quiet because I'm pretty sure a big shadow's just crossed over the wall. And... Uh, <laughs> And there's no reason why it should have happened. And this is why Becca doesn't let me have a Ouija board. Because I don't have my glasses on, so it probably didn't happen. Or it's probably a car from outside. Anyway. But yeah, the acting is very good. The, like, lead nun. And I don't mean as in, like, Mother Superior, as in the woman who plays the person you see on screen most. She's very good in it. I did like her. Um, I did think I was going to have to turn her off at one point. Because I thought they were going to introduce... Well, they did kind of introduce a renegade nun. And I was a bit like... And you know what my review was for the the Pope's Exorcist? Where they portrayed Gabriel Amorth as like this Harley Davidson, hard-drinking, hard-smoking priest. And I was like, ah, he wasn't like that. Not that I knew him, but, you know, I've seen enough of him to know that, like, he didn't drive around everywhere on a moped and... And stub his, like, cigarette out in holy water and, like, say to the Vatican Council, I answer to one man and he lives in a cloud. So fuck you guys and things like that. So, you know, so there was a bit of a, a rebellious nun who who refused to go to confession. Oh, silly her. Um, but, you know, all in all, I thought that the narrative was good. I thought it was well acted. Um it was there's a the really what what's really interesting about it, funny enough, is the bit where I've just mentioned about the jumping the shark at the beginning. It's actually it actually becomes quite pivotal if you buy into the film, you know, then you've got to accept that the demon Valak uh, is capable of doing these things. There's a really good scene just after the jump the shark scene within the same building. Um, where like, this isn't a spoiler because it's, well, I suppose it is, but it's within the first five minutes. If, if I ruin a film within the first five minutes of the film, the film's not worth watching. But basically the holy water in the font boils, um, and the smoke that evaporates from it gives you the first image of the, of the nun. And it was very well done and I liked it a lot. And, uh, yeah, it was that good. But yeah, but it's Valak is the demon. Now Valak, believe it or not, is a demon, demon, a demon, 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 demon. Say it several times, and people will believe you. But no, it's it, in real world. Well, in as real a world as demonology can be, Valak is a demon. You know, he's listed within the Goetia. He's one of the seventy-two demons of whichever he was sealed in Solomon's vase or whatever else and you know so he's the the demon aspect is real the inhabitation of a nun or not so in this case without giving the game away which is what i don't get really so i'm gonna spoil this aren't i right hold on how do we say this without spoiling it um let's say i've got a film called the Ford Cortina, right? And it's a horror film about the 1980s hit car, The Ford Cortina. 
Um, it's like Christine, but a rip-off version called The Ford Cortina. And it's got a life of its own, a life of its own, but only because it's possessed, right? And at the end of Ford Cortina, smoke comes out of its exhaust and goes into the exhaust of the Mini Cooper, and then it cuts to black. And then we get Car 2, and it's the Mini Cooper who is now possessed by the demon, right? Then why should... Why would it be called Ford Cortina 2? Do you know what I mean? If the demon has moved on... um. I suppose this still takes place in a monastery, a lot of it, and it's, you know, that could be the reason. So I suppose the overriding film of my fake car demonic adventure would be called The Garage, and then The Garage 2. But no, because they call it The Nun, and it's a nun who's possessed in the first one, anyway. You're giving things away now, Kevin. You need to walk away from this review immediately. But my review for The Nun 2 is two thumbs... Out. Right, so what do you want you to do? Get your two thumbs, stick them out, and then lift them up like you're saying hello to someone. All right, Jeff. Like, you know, like, you, like, you, like you've been let out for the day. <laughs> do you know what I mean? All right, Jeff. Jeff, it's Kev. Hello, Jeff. You know, and Jeff would be like, oh, fuck it now, it's Kev. All right, Kev, you're all right. Hi, Jeff. Two thumbs up. That's how high up the thumbs would be for the film The Nun 2. So... Watch it. I think you will enjoy it. Is it as good as people say? Not in my opinion from what people have told me about it. Is it worth a watch? Yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. It's a good... It's a horror film, you know. It's not something which is... When I say it's not too far-fetched, within the realms of... Within the confines of what it's meant to be, of course it's far-fetched. You're talking about demonic possession. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying demonic possession is far-fetched before anyone says, well, do you host podcasts about demonic possession? What I mean is, you know, you've got to buy into it. Or to use a quote from my other show, you've got to leave your disbelief at the door and then you can enjoy the film. But if you don't do that, you're not going to enjoy it because you'll be like, I wanted something a bit more subtle than this. And believe me, if you want to know how subtle it is, this thing I'm going on about about within the first five minutes, that's as that's the least subtle you get, right? Okay, so my review is give it a watch. I think you'll like it. I, I genuinely do think that you'll like it. You know, it covers a lot of topics that we talk about quite often. You're clearly into your paranormal films because we all are. Um, so give it a watch. There are there are worst ways to waste an hour and fifty minutes. Believe me, because I'd done it myself yesterday, trying to code ChatGPT on a fucking Chromebook. Now, let me tell you something. I know this is not nothing to do with the review, but let me tell you something about a Chromebook and anything. Don't buy one, right? Buy something that runs, like buy an Apple, or not like an actual fruit, buy an Apple Mac, or buy something that runs Windows. Only buy a Chromebook if you want uh, a digital diary. If you want to be able to type things like, my name is Kevin, I am 10. And that's it. Don't waste your money on a fucking Chromebook. Oh my God. 
everything that it says, everything in the world that you look on YouTube for anything, it's like, solo every computer in the world, just press the magic Q button and this will happen. Where's the Q button? There is no Q button. There is a Q button, but you know what I mean? It's like, press Control, Shift and Q, and I'm like, there's no, no control. There's no delete on it, for fuck's sake. I found out. Anyway, never buy a Chromebook. So, my review for the Nunsu, two thumbs up like you've been let out for the day. My review for the Chromebook, two thumbs so far down that if people seen you, they'd be like, is he an ape? Yes, it's time for my favourite part of the week, where we get to talk about your paranormal experiences. And we've had an email in from Keith. Hello, Keith. And he writes, hi, Kev. Hi, Keith. A short tale related to me a fair few years ago. A gym I used to go to years back had a sauna, a steam room, etc. And then you'd get to know some of the people there as you'd see them on a regular basis. I hope this doesn't end up kinky. I'd finish my workout and I'd go to the sauna. On entering there, there was only one other person there who I'd met and spoken to a few times before. As we were chatting, the conversation turned to paranormal experiences. This fellow was a fireman. And at the time, he told me that a few years back, when in the army, he was stationed in Germany. He and a colleague were travelling back to their barracks at dusk in a Land Rover, and the journey took them past an old World War II German barracks. He said there were no windows or doors on the building, just openings where they once were. Just the shell of the building. He said as he was looking at the building, in brackets, he was the passenger, He glanced at one of the doorways and said he could clearly see the silhouette of a World War II German officer standing in the doorway as if looking at them. He turned to tell his colleague and turned back and the figure was gone. He also said this old barracks was in the middle of nowhere in a forested area. He said he could make out the peaked hat and the long trench-type coat on this shadowy figure. Very eerie Keith. Yes, Keith, that is very eerie. I'd go as far as to say it's fucking terrifying. No, honestly, that that is terrifying. There's nothing... Well, ghosts are scary in general, aren't they? Let's be honest. That's why we love them. But there's something a little bit more scary about an abandoned building in the woods that was occupied by Nazis and a Nazi ghost being in the doorway. That, for me, takes the biscuit It takes the crumbs, it takes the toast, it takes the jam, and it certainly takes the crumpet. Anywho, as previously promised, oh, well, first and foremost, thank you, Keith. And if you have an experience yourself, send it in to contact at talkaboutghosts.com. Now, as promised, I have taken the keys from Becca's secret hiding place. She hasn't got one. And I've broken into the basement. We don't have a basement. And I've went through all of her things in Reddit Corner and found where she keeps all of her magical accoutrement. There is none of that. I've basically recorded a story from Reddit and pretended I'm doing it in Becca's Reddit Corner. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner. Well, hello, you wonderful, beautiful, and dare I say sexy people. Welcome to a corner which is not inhabited by Becca, because she's still away. She will be back next week, though. 
on that you can rely. And if she's not, then everyone in this house, myself included, well, only me, really, may die of starvation. I'm currently surviving on super noodles and other forms of noodles. And noodles, yes. And of course, if you can hear any munching in the background, it's because the cat knows I'm recording on the couch. And when the cat knows I'm recording on the couch, he likes, or she likes, to have a little nibble. So, we are still going to do something from Reddit. Yes, we are. Reddit slash ghosts. And this story, I should really, Becca would do it best. Welcome. Oh, she does a welcome, doesn't she? Welcome to Becca's Reddit Corner with Kevin. Yes, I'm hijacking the place. I might move things around so she thinks it's haunted. Hmm. Anyway, this is called I Saw a Dead Principal in His House and I Never Forgot It. Well, that sounds scary, doesn't it? And it's by user Angry Hottie. <laughs> what a name. Angry Hottie. I'm fit, but I'm fucking angry. Why are you angry? I have no idea. Because I'm so hot. Anyway, this angry hottie goes on to say, This 100% happened to me, and in fact, I have some other stories I may post. Now, that's a threat. That's a threat from an angry hottie. I guess I'm what you'd call a sensitive and an angry hottie. Some years ago, I was at a biker party. My dad's in the Marine Corps. Biker clubs. There's no comma there. I put that in. My dad is in the Marine Corps Biker Corps. Well, my dad is in the Marine Corps Biker Club. Think big burly men with beards and leather vests. Must I? Um, drinking beer and barbecuing. Anyway, every person is dressed that way. It must be confusing if you lose your dad. Be like, Dad, and 400 burly men turn around and go, Yo? I imagine they say yo. Anyway, every person is dressed that way. T-shirt, leather vest, blue jeans and boots. This house was somewhere around Pensacola, Florida. It was deep in the woods around a creek. Since we were outside, I asked where the restroom is and the wife of the biker who owned the home told me if I go alone upstairs, where not a soul was, <laughs> who described it like that, and I should turn to go into the bathroom, which I did, and down the never forget. If somebody in my house says, where's the bathroom? I can guarantee you I would never say. All you need to do, you go up the stairs where not a soul is. And then you take a right where not a soul is. Anyway. Do -do -do. A tall man with black slicked hair, white button-up dress shirt, black slacks and dress shoes was leaning over the sink and looking into the mirror. Totally solid, not moving at all, and looked like a living human. I thought he was dressed so strange for that type of party, but I ended up not using the restroom because he was in there. I went back to the lady that told me where the restroom is, and I said, who's the guy in the bathroom? I described him, and her eyes went huge, and she looked shocked. She then told me that the principal of a school lived and died at that home, and I described him accurately. She told me a lot of people around us. It was, sorry, she told a lot of people around us. It was so remarkable at the time, I didn't go back up the stairs alone after that. The only solid apparition 
I've ever seen. There you go. And it's had 92 upvotes in that story. I still stand by the fact I'd never say to someone, you just go upstairs where Natter Soul is. Because, um, yeah, I just wouldn't. Or, or you wouldn't, even if someone was, you wouldn't go, where's your bathroom, mate? Or you just go upstairs where our Stephen is, and then you do it right. Because you'd be like, why are you telling me that information? What, what, what's your Stephen got to do with the situation? Anyway, people have commented. Somebody said, I saw my grandmother a few, mo- a few hours, a few mothers, a few hours after she died. My younger sister found her first thing in the morning, and then I called my mother. Grandma died while sleeping in bed. Interesting. Somebody else has asked, did he seem happy talking about the principal? Do you think he was frustrated that there was a party going on? Not if he was like shaven. I mean, this might be an angry hottie, but I've never had an angry shave. Have I? I must have had an angry shave being late for something. No, I don't really shave. I shave like in bits. You'll have noticed if you've ever seen a picture of me. I don't really, I'm, ne- I'm never clean shaven because it brings out terrible skin. So anyway, and they've replied, he was totally motionless, but leaning and looking in the mirror. It almost felt like I was seeing a snapshot in time of a man getting ready for work, if that makes sense. Now that I look back, I did not see his face in the mirror reflection. That's interesting. The same person who asked, did he seem happy, has said, probably a residual haunting. I wonder what day that most represented. Hmm. Angry Hotties replied, agreed on the residual haunting. I couldn't think of the words for it. Somebody said, if it reacted to you, it would be an intelligent haunting. I had both occurring at separate times, but wasn't aware of it until after the fact. It would have been something if you knew what was going on and approached it. Of course, that might have changed your reaction to it all. And someone else has said, Cool, thanks for sharing. An angry hottie replied, Smiley emoticon. So she's not that angry. I wonder if she's that hot. We will never know. Because there are no pictures on um, Reddit. And also, given that I do have a partner, I wouldn't like to make that judgment. So I'm going to say completely average hottie, irrelevant of seeing their face. But there you go. What do you make of that then? I mean, it seems weird that they didn't have a reflection. You know, was it a vampiric residual haunting? Also, that individual who said, I had both going on. I had an intelligent haunting and a residual haunting. So you had two ghosts. Because it can't be one. You can't have a residual haunting who's also intelligent. Because that just means that occasionally they choose to blank you. That's what that would mean. And it also would be confusing to have an intelligence and a residual haunting. Because I wonder if the intelligence haunting also knows that there's a ghost. Do you know what I mean? If the intelligence haunting's like, do you know it's haunted in here? It's like, yes, by you. No, not just by me. There's also one that doesn't see us. He's residual. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. You learn all this when you die. You're given a big handbook, like on Beetlejuice, and it tells you all about the type of ghosts. Anyway, I'm an intelligent haunting. Equals MC squared. This guy's residual. He won't tell you he equals MC squared because he can't see us. You're not the film The Others. It's a bit like that. To him, were the ghosts. Um, So, yeah. So, thank you, Angry Hottie. 
Um, and I hope that you are both what you say you are, angry and hot. But if you're hot, don't be angry. Be happy. You know, there are plenty of ugly people out there who are very pleasant. If you're a hottie, you may as well be pleasant too. Unless you're... Can you be so attractive that you're angry about it? I'm so damn attractive. I just can't get any work done without walking... Because I keep looking in mirrors and... That sounds like me, actually, but that's vanity. That's not being hot. Anyway, I don't think Becca's going to like it that I've come into... I've befouled her corner with just me going, la, 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 talking shit. And uh, still reading from Reddit, though, so I've kept up that side of the bargain. But I will say... Thank you all for visiting Reddit Corner with me, Kevin, in lieu of Becca. She will be back next week, whether she wants to be on the show or not. And uh, that sounds like I've got a gun. I don't have a gun. But she will be back on the show next week, as per usual. And I'm sure she will have tales of plenty to tell. Because very often she goes away and says, Oh, my podcaster does paranormal stuff. And somebody goes, I've got a ghost story. Because they're always from Chorley. Anyway, I will indeed let you go. Thank you for listening. Tatty bye.